Look Forward, Issue 148, September 2013. RP Fighting Blindness, Registered Charity Number 271729. Your readers are Paul Netherton, Sylvia Piddington, Jerry Rust, and Jeff Strutt. Inside New Constitution and Organisational Changes on Track 2, Track 3 for the RP Conference 2013 Review. The RP Awards 2013, Track 4. Red Shell Old Man of Hoy Challenge, Track 5. Research Grants Update, Track 7. Case Study, Bakul Shah on Track 8. Track 10 for the Gene Team Appeal Update. The BME Community Outreach Project, Track 13. Round the Island Race Fundraising, Track 15. RP Fighting Blindness Sales Ahead. Charity agrees plans to develop projects and implement important organisational changes. The past few months have been incredibly busy for the charity, with research grants being approved, the 2013 Gene Team Appeal being completed, organisational changes being put in place and fundraising events all over the country. 2013 has simply flown by with the rest of the year promising to be just as busy. Listen further to discover what we've been up to and what's on the cards for the rest of this year. News Letter from the Chief Executive David Head, MBA As mentioned earlier, the past few months for RP Fighting Blindness have been both very busy and productive. Our annual conference in London was a great success and the summer saw a huge number of community fundraising events and projects taking place. We've invested in our RP helpline by providing intensive training for our volunteers and made a number of research grants to various institutions. We also have exciting news regarding the organisation and future of the charity, following a constitutional decision to change to a charitable incorporated organisation, known as a CIO. On a personal note, I'm absolutely delighted by the funds that have been raised so far this year for medical research and patient support, and I would like to congratulate the many members, supporters and other fundraisers who have contributed their time and energy to help beat RP. Should you have any stories or think of something you would like us to cover in the winter edition, please email our communications officer, Thomas O'Neill, on tom at rpfightingblindness.org.uk with your suggestions. David. Track 2. News. Constitutional change approved by members. At the RP Fighting Blindness AGM on the 22nd of June, members overwhelmingly voted in favour of the charity pressing ahead with significant constitutional change, enabling the trustees to go ahead with transferring the assets and operations of the charity to a brand new charitable incorporated organisation, CIO. Currently constituted under a deed of trust dating back to 1976, the charity is in need of constitutional modernisation, and this move will see the charity transformed from one that is significantly outdated to being at the forefront of change in the sector. The CIO is a new model form, agreed with the Charity Commission, and RP Fighting Blindness will be amongst early adopters of the format. Technically, the change will involve setting up and registering a new charity, and then transferring everything across from the existing trust. However, from a day-to-day -day operational standpoint, members, donors and others will see little practical difference. 
RP Fighting Blindness's charitable objectives will not change, notwithstanding the introduction of more appropriate modern wording. And constitutional members will be offered the opportunity to retain a similar role in the CIO if they wish. David Head, Chief Executive, said following the vote, I am delighted with this important step in the modernisation and continued transformation of the charity, and also extremely pleased with the support and understanding from the voting members. RP Fighting Blindness is increasingly active, increasingly of profile and increasingly engaged in more complex projects and contractual arrangements. This is undoubtedly the way forward. RP Fighting Blindness now intends to complete the administrative processes involved with a view to completing the technical transfer early in 2014. Track 3 Events The RP Conference 2013. Members, patients, family and friends, supporters, clinicians and researchers alike attended the Pullman Hotel, London, on the 22nd of June 2013 to share information, research news and everything RP. This one-day event is always an important part of the RPFB calendar, bringing together over 200 people to hear from our expert speakers, learn from one another, meet the RP Fighting Blindness Office team, as well as socialise and catch up with old friends. The event also incorporates the charity's formal AGM as the last session of the day. We are delighted so many people came out for the conference this year and the general consensus was that the day was both informative and enjoyable. Members attended from across the UK with many taking advantage of the great weather and enjoying a few days in London afterwards. We also enjoyed scientific speakers in the afternoon. Professor Graham Black presented the topic What Next for Genetic Testing and Gene Hunting? and Professor John Marshall presented Treatments, What Does the Future Hold? RP Question Time was also held, an interactive session in the style of BBC Question Time. This session, chaired by Professor Paul Bishop, proved hugely popular. The panel was compiled of Professor Andrew Webster and all our scientific and medical speakers from earlier in the day. Delegates were able to ask the panel all about any aspects of RP and receive expert responses and feedback. We must extend our sincere thanks to the speakers who attended and provided such interesting content. Jane George, Director of Fundraising at Guide Dogs for the Blind, presented on the fascinating subject of collaboration in the visual impairment charity sector, and Georgina Hall, Consultant Genetic Counsellor, explained the role of genetic clinics and the genetic counsellor. Special thanks must also be extended to ex-chairman of RP Fighting Blindness, Sir Alan Rudge, for presenting the RP Awards with Mrs Muriel George, Mr Colin MacArthur and RP Fighting Blindness founder, Mrs Linda Cantor, MBE. The AGM session covered the formal business matters of the charity and most importantly covered the constitutional changes which were approved. Overall, the day was considered to be a great success and we very much enjoyed welcoming so many to London. The next RP conference will be held on Saturday the 21st of June 2014. The venue will be announced as soon as possible. Track 4 Events The RP Awards 2013 This year we were thrilled to be able to honour some of our amazing volunteers at the annual RP Fighting Blindness Conference with some special RP Awards. First, the John George Award for Volunteering, presented by Mrs Muriel George. This award was initiated several years ago by Muriel George as a way of memorialising her husband John, 
who was a long-standing and valued volunteer for the charity. 14-year-old Neil Barker, who is not affected by RP, but has volunteered over the last couple of years to help in any capacity needed at several of our events, was this year's winner. Second, the fundraiser of the year, presented by Mr Colin MacArthur. This award is a way of recognising fundraisers across the country. David Macmillan, who has RP himself, won this year. He and his family have been fundraising for the charity for many years and this May, David and two colleagues rode 166 miles from the source of the Thames to the Thames Barrier through over six days. To date, they have raised over £25,000 for RPFB from this challenge. Third, the Linda Cantor Award. We didn't receive any nominations for the award for 2013, so we made a special one. The Team Manager of the Year Award for Finlay MacLeod, who is 10 years old and has RP. A keen sportsman, he wanted to run the Booper 10 kilometres with his father. Unfortunately, he was unable to because it has a minimum age for participants of 16. The family instead created Team Finlay and it ran it on his behalf. Finlay manages his team fantastically and we felt he deserved recognition. Fourth, the Roger Green Award for Special Contribution to the Charity. This award was inaugurated last year and is named for Roger Green, who at that time had just stepped down as trustee after volunteering for the charity for over 30 years. This award is made each year to someone who has contributed to our work over a number of years. Professor John Marshall, who has been medical advisor, chair of our advisory board, trustee, speaker, representative, mentor, advocate and friend for many years, was this year's winner. Track 5 Fundraising RPA scales the old man of Hoy for gene team fundraising. Crime author and RP Fighting Blindness member Red Gel recently tackled the old man of Hoy, a 450-foot-high pillar of rock in the Orkneys, to raise money for the 2013 gene team appeal. Red, who has RP himself, only has around 5% vision remaining. He describes it as looking through a pinprick in a piece of black paper. He didn't let this hold him back, however, and scaled a rock face that would have many fully sighted climbers worried. The 43-year-old was aided by an experienced sighted climber who followed at his feet to help guide him up the rock, which he describes as a storm-lashed version of the gherkin. The writer, who in 2011 published his first novel, Blind Trust, about a visually impaired amateur sleuth in Hampstead, trains at Climb London at the Swiss Cottage Leisure Centre. He has raised many thousands of pounds for RP fighting blindness through this extraordinary feat and the money continues to roll in. When we spoke to Red about his amazing achievement, he said, As I approached the summit, it dawned on me that without RP, I would never have had the impetus to fulfil this lifelong ambition. Knowing that I could help make RP history by making a small bit of history myself spurred me into action 
and the good wishes, support and sponsorship of more than 200 people who have taken the trouble to make donations to help RPFB achieve its ambition has made this feel anything but a solo project. Thank you, one and all. There is a picture of Red climbing the old man of Hoy. We're sure that you'll join us in congratulating him on this fantastic fundraising effort. We're also sure that Red's adventurous nature means you'll be reading more about his exciting fundraising efforts in the future editions of Look Forward. Track 6 Research Retina implant AG's Alpha IMS wins CE mark. Recently, we have been following the progress of retinal implant technology and reporting significant steps in its development. Retina Implant AG, a developer of subretinal implants for patients with retinitis pigmentosa, has announced its wireless subretinal implant technology, the Alpha IMS, has received the CE mark. The CE mark is a manufacturer's declaration that the product meets the requirements of the applicable EC directives and has passed certain tests for safety. Retina Implants Technology, which has been in clinical trials since 2005, is designed to restore useful vision in patients with RP. To date, 36 patients have received the Alpha IMS microchip. This is the first European regulatory certification for the company and the Alpha IMS device. The Alpha IMS is a subretinal microchip consisting of a 3 by 3 mm squared microchip with 1,500 electrodes, more electrodes than any other device being used in humans implanted beneath the retina, specifically in the macular region. Earlier this year, results from the company's second human clinical trial were published in Proceedings of the Royal Society B, finding that patients with the Alpha IMS chip were able to recognise faces and read signs on doors. Similarly, results from the company's first human clinical trial published in Proceedings of the Royal Society B in 2010 showed that placement of the implant beneath the fovea provided optimum visual results, allowing patients to recognise objects and facial expressions as well as read words and see dots on a pair of dice. This is an important milestone and we congratulate Retina Implant AG, stated David Head, CEO of RP Fighting Blindness. The latest results from the multi-centre clinical trial have shown the impact that retina implants technology has made in enhancing the quality of life for people living with RP. It is important to note that currently these devices offer hope to RP patients who are now completely blind. They are not suitable for partially sighted people. Second Sight's Argos II retinal prosthesis system became the first approved such device in the US. The company claimed life-changing potential for the treatment of blindness due to retinitis pigmentosa. Big Leap Towards Curing Blindness in Stem Cell Study An animal study in the journal Nature Biotechnology showed the part of the eye which actually detects light can be repaired using stem cells. The team at Moorfields Eye Hospital and University College London say human trials are now, for the first time, a realistic prospect. Experts described it as a significant breakthrough and huge leap forward. The London-based team have shown it is possible to replace the light-sensing cells themselves, raising the prospect of reversing blindness. They have used a new technique for building retinas in the laboratory. It was used to collect thousands of stem cells, which were primed to transform into photoreceptors and injected them into the eyes of blind mice. The study showed that these cells could hook up with the existing architecture of the eye and begin to function. However, the effectiveness is still low. Only about 1,000 cells out of a transplant of 200,000 actually hooked up with the rest of the eye. 
Lead researcher Professor Robin Alley told the BBC News website, This is a real proof of concept that photoreceptors can be transplanted from an embryonic stem cell source and it gives us a route map to now do this in humans. That's why we're so excited. Five years is now a realistic aim for starting a clinical trial. The immune system is very weak in the eye, so there is a low chance of the transplant being rejected. A few cells can also make a big difference in the eye. Tens of thousands of stem cells in the eye could improve vision, but that number of stem cells would not regenerate a much larger organ such as a failing liver. Professor Paul Bishop, chair of RPFB's Medical Advisory Board, said, This research represents a significant step forward in the development of embryonic stem cell-based treatments for degenerative conditions affecting the retina. The photoreceptor cells are primarily affected in many of the retinal dystrophies and this research shows that embryonic stem cells, which can be produced in large quantities, can be used to replace them. However, the research was undertaken using mice and there are further challenges to be overcome before this technique can be tested in human subjects. Track 7 Research Four new projects funded by RPFB At their meeting in July, trustees were able to approve funding for four RP research projects, including the new RP Innovation Award, making a total additional research commitment of over £460,000. The RP Innovation Award, which is being funded separately as a result of a kind gift from a charitable trust, was awarded to Professor Laco at Newcastle University. The award is for £150,000 over two years and will allow Professor Laco to progress important stem cell work through her project, Exploiting the Power of Human-Induced Pluripotent Stem Cells, IPSCs, to generate synthetic fully laminated retinae in vitro for disease modelling, drug discovery and cell-based therapies. The Charities Medical Advisory Board commented that the project would develop an extremely powerful technique for studying RP and developing new treatments and that LACO's team could make valuable contributions, especially given their particular expertise in relation to IPSCs. In addition, Professor Webster and a collaborative group at the Institute of Ophthalmology were granted £150,000 for their project, the development of human IPSCs derived ex vivo models of retinal degeneration. Their analysis in splicing factor RP. And Professors Ali and Wright, also at the Institute, were funded £150,000 for their work on maintaining effective antioxidant capacity in a degenerating retina, a generic approach to treatment in RP. Finally, the board also agreed to fund Dr McGaw at the University of Edinburgh with a small grant of £13,000 to support an existing project, Rhodopsin Trafficking Defects in RP. David Head, Chief Executive, said, We are proud to be funding such good quality projects this year. 
Our fundraisers should be proud too that we are in a position to make this level of commitment. And we look forward to the project results over the next three years. Track 8 Case Study My Journey with Visual Impairment by Bakul Shah I would like to share my personal story to provide an insight into my journey with visual impairment and some of the lessons I learned which may be of help not only to those facing sight loss but also their friends and family. I was born in Kenya 52 years ago. My eye condition was identified when I was at high school. The ophthalmologist stated I had a rare eye condition that will lead to blindness and no one knew how long this would take. The news was devastating. As is the case with many disabilities, I went through a period of denial and a frantic search for cures. Well, there were no real cures, and fake cures seemed so enticing. I soon discovered that this was not going away, and the only way to deal with it was to confront it. The sight loss meant that I could not do many things that teenagers did, for example, drive a car, play cricket or squash. I was comfortable to share this information with close family and friends only, as I was afraid of being ridiculed if I told everyone. This dark winter period of my life changed when I met my wife, Samixa, 24 years ago. Her love, radiant personality and selflessness injected a dose of hope and strength, which, coupled with my determination, enabled me to discover the limits of my abilities without fear. Her message has always been, The past is gone, the future is yet to come, and the present is the gift we have to enjoy now. I had been so worried about the future that I had forgotten to enjoy the present moments. I qualified as an accountant, and over time I realised that I needed to look at a career that would be feasible with a gradual loss of vision. I therefore went on to gain a further qualification in taxation, and I now work in this field. I am now severely sight impaired. I travel to work by train using my very limited vision, which helps me to identify shapes of known landmarks and with the use of a white cane. I started to use my white cane in the office and while commuting about 10 years ago, and with hindsight, I should have used it much earlier for my own safety and that of the others around me. I had told my employer of my visual disability, however, using the white cane reinforced to everyone around me that I needed certain help and adjustments in the workplace. My employer provided me with all the help that I need to make working possible, for example, computer software that speaks out what is on the screen of a computer, and to learn touch typing to plan ahead for when my sight would become very limited and I would no longer be able to see the keyboard. Having informed my work colleagues of my condition, I have found them to be extremely helpful, for example at lunchtime, going to unfamiliar places, etc. I have also made a tag I wear on my backpack, which helps sighted people realise why I'm moving more slowly while commuting. Listen to track 9 for more details. I have a great soulmate in my wife, a son who does me proud, and family and friends who together have made this to be the summertime of my life. I am fortunate that I get all this help and support out of love and not pity. And of course, I give back in return too, and this creates healthy and fulfilling relationships. My message to visually impaired people is... Do use your white cane sooner to alert people of your disability 
and to be safe. A half-hidden cane in your hand does not provide any clues to the public, nor will it help you identify obstacles. Inform people around you of your needs both socially and at work. There is no shame in having a disability. It is no different to someone having a stroke or diabetes, for example. Openness will help others understand you better. Seek out help and receive any help from the public gratefully. You will be inspired by the number of new and interesting people you will meet and interact with. Do not get disillusioned by a minority of people who do not understand disability. I hope these simple messages should remove the dis from a disability and empower you to a more fulfilling life. Track 9 Fundraising Arnold Lodge School fundraises for RPFB again. In July, RPFB's project fundraiser Hannah Hickman was honoured to be invited to Arnold Lodge School in Leamington Spa to attend the end-of-year presentation day with RP Fighting Blindness trustee Stephen Jones. The Parents Association, led by RPFB member Bev Hollingsworth, has raised the amazing sum of nearly £14,000 for the charity through various fundraising activities, such as parachute jumps, summer balls and the annual fete. It was a great day and Hannah and Stephen were delighted to be able to thank everyone personally, plus share in Justin Hollingsworth's success, as many of you will know he is now representing the UK in England's Adult Six cricket squad. We feel sure that you will want to join us in thanking Bev, Steve and Justin for their amazing support. The fantastic amount they have raised will go a long way and is greatly appreciated by us all. RPFB member Bakul Shah has created a simple tag for his rucksack so that rushing commuters behind him can understand why he's moving more slowly than they are. Bakul, who works in London, has found he is jostled less and has an easier journey thanks to it. Made very simply from a graphic off the internet, printed on paper and laminated, with the words blind man please give way included, this is something very cheap to produce that you or a member of your family with RP may find useful. Shrewsbury Marathon and Fundraising Tim Robinson completed the Shrewsbury Marathon in June, running to fundraise for RP Fighting Blindness. He finished the very hilly route in four hours and six minutes, which consisted of four laps of Shrewsbury. Tim also told us the other competitors seemed to be mainly very serious runners, so he was very pleased to complete it in the time he did. To date, he has raised nearly £500, with money still coming in. We want to thank him for his support and amazing efforts. RP Fighting Blindness Annual Prize Draw Results This year, the RP Fighting Blindness Annual Raffle made a fantastic £13,000 and was a real testament to how popular the draw has become. The first prize was a seven-night stay at Old Waterview Bed and Breakfast, Patterdale. The winning ticket was number 14571, held by Lawrence Johnson. The second prize was £100 of High Street vouchers. The winning ticket number was 34060, held by John Wills. The third prize was £50 of High Street vouchers and the winning ticket number was 3817, held by Mary Rafferty. The fourth and fifth prizes were luggage and the winning numbers were 29160 and 20023, held by M. Pinsent and Alan Bundock, respectively. Congratulations to all our winners. Roll on 2014 for the next prize draw and more great prizes. Track 
10. News. Gene Team Appeal 2013 target reached. A great achievement by RPFB members and supporters. As most of you will know, RP Fighting Blindness has committed to investing a total of 750,000 into RP gene therapy research at UCL Institute of Ophthalmology over the next few years. Of this amount, £145,090 is committed to year two of the project. To fund this portion, the charity had planned to run the 2013 Gene Team Appeal until the 31st of August 2013. The appeal has proved so successful, however, we reached this total over a month early. We want to extend our thanks to everyone who has generously donated to the Gene Team Appeal to date. The money you helped raise will be supporting cutting edge medical research to help find a cure for retinitis pigmentosa. We have received hundreds of checks over the past few months, had dozens of phone calls, and hundreds of online donations. Some of our members have gone that extra mile, such as ex chairman of RP Fighting Blindness, Sir Alan Rudge, who tackled the 50 nautical mile JP Morgan Asset Management round the island racecourse at the Isle of Wight in June. He raised thousands of pounds for the Gene Team Appeal and also increased public awareness of our valuable work. Another member who did some outstanding fundraising for the project is Red Zell, who has RP himself. A long time RPFB member and renowned author, Red scaled the Old Man of Hoy, a 450 foot or 140 meter tall sea stack in the Orkneys, raising for the appeal many thousands of pounds. We shall keep everyone up to date with the progress of the Gene Team over the coming years. If you want to know more about the Gene Team appeal, please do visit our dedicated website at thegeneteam.wordpress.com. Track 11 Fundraising Warsup Ladies Probus Club fundraises for RPFB. The Warsup Ladies Probus Club has raised over £1,000 for RP Fighting Blindness through a variety of fundraising events, including a garden party and an autumn fair. Mary, the daughter of the outgoing president of the Warsup Ladies Probus Club, has RP, and this year the club adopted RP Fighting Blindness as their chosen charity. RP Fighting Blindness is very grateful for this fantastic support and we look forward to working with the Probus Club in the future. Patricia said, The Probus Club members have been extremely generous with their time and have worked hard to raise the money. The ladies from the club have done so much, worked very hard all year round, and I'd like to thank them for all their efforts. Cyclists raise over £10,000 for RP Fighting Blindness. A team of six experienced cyclists, including RPFB member Ian Lammy, travelled from Southport on the west coast of England to Hornsey in aid of the charity. The fully self funded team followed the Trans Pennine Trail, which is approximately 215 miles long and mainly off road. Made up of riders aged between 60 to 69 years old from Doncaster and Huddersfield, the group passed by many towns and cities along their route, including Liverpool, Runcorn, Warrington, Doncaster, Selby, and Hull. Ian and the team have so far raised over £10,000. We want to extend our sincere thanks for this amazing fundraising effort. Hull 10K runs success. Gary Hobson, whose mother Andrea has RP, Recently ran the Hull 10k run for RP Fighting Blindness. Gary raised £112 and had a great time, as well as raising awareness for the charity by wearing one of our RP Fighting Blindness t shirts.
If you're running for us, or taking part in any fundraising activities on our behalf, you can request we send you RPFB-branded T-shirts, polo shirts or running vests. We're always happy to support your efforts however we can. Track 12 News RP Helpline Volunteer Training Weekend In mid-August we held the annual RP Fighting Blindness Helpline Volunteer Training Weekend. The course took place at the Holiday Inn in Leamington Spa and we were delighted so many of the helpline team were able to attend. Denise Rawdon, helpline coordinator, and Thomas O'Neill, communications officer, from the office were on hand throughout the entire three-day event, with David Head, chief executive, and Sue Drew, outreach officer, visiting to speak and catch up with the team. We enjoyed a number of great speakers over the weekend, with topics ranging from cultural and ethical diversity to researchers from Anglia Ruskin explaining their social research. Over 25 of our volunteers attended, with a number of new people joining the team. We hold the course to update helpline volunteers about the latest developments at the charity, to introduce new members of the team and to gain valuable feedback about the ways our patient information services can be improved. The in-depth training sessions are given to ensure that everyone on the helpline is able to provide the most up-to-date advice and information. We invest heavily in the helpline each year with both volunteer training and service improvements and are proud to offer a dedicated service for those with RP. If you think you may be suited to volunteering on the helpline and would like to know more about the application process, please do contact the helpline coordinator on denise at rpfightingblindness.org.uk or call the office and ask to speak to Denise Rawdon. Track 13 Feature RP in BME Groups From published research, RP Fighting Blindness is aware that some ethnic groups are more affected by inherited retinal disease than others. We believe it is important to provide good quality information to everyone who is affected, whatever their cultural, geographical or religious background, whilst recognising that there may be particular sensitivities or issues that must be considered. A focus group has also been developed to help us build our services and make them more accessible and relevant to people from all backgrounds. The group is made up of people from a range of backgrounds to ensure we gain opinion from different ethnic communities and cultural standpoints. In a report published in 2011, Incidents and Patterns of Detection and Management of Childhood Onset Hereditary Retinal Disorders in the UK, Hambly and Moore, Rahi, 2011, the rates of incidents in families of Pakistani origin were reported as approximately 10 times those in white British families, in Bangladeshi, 7 times, and in Indian families, four times. Higher rates were also identified as significantly higher in people of black African, but not black Caribbean, ethnicity. The charity is anxious to engage with and support people from different ethnic backgrounds, not because of political correctness or some box-ticking exercise, but rather because we are here for all people with RP. RP Fighting Blindness members and supporters 
are not representative of the prevalence of RP in other communities within Britain, so it is clear that there are many people with RP from those groups who either do not know about the charity or have chosen not to engage with us. We are also aware that in some cultures it is less easy to discuss any disability, not just sight loss. There are cultural, family and religious factors which can make this difficult. Sometimes, therefore, people are left isolated and perhaps unaware of which sources of information can be trusted. If you are affected by RP and from one of our Asian communities, please consider joining our new group on Facebook for support and socialisation. The group can be found on http colon forward slash forward slash on dot fb dot me forward slash one seven two capital C capital U E six. If you would like to contribute or learn more, please contact our outreach officer Sue Drew on Sue at rpfightingblindness.org. Org.uk. Monkey Car Insurance The car insurance price comparison website Monkey is making donations to a selection of charities when policies are taken out through their site, including to RP Fighting Blindness. Car insurance customers can choose which charity the donation goes to. The site has already donated over £50,000 to dozens of charities, including a starting donation of £300 to RP Fighting Blindness. An additional £10 is donated for every policy that is completed. Potential insurance customers can obtain quotes from http colon forward slash forward slash www.monkey.co.uk forward slash rp hyphen fighting hyphen blindness forward slash. Please remember to tell your friends and family about this service if they are shopping around for car insurance. Track 14 Fundraising RPFB to offer beautiful Christmas cards once again. East Sussex artist Tina Ray, who has RP, has once again produced a range of Christmas cards for RP Fighting Blindness to help us raise money. You may remember Tina's festive cards from last year. This year's are just as stunning. The cards are A5 size and very high quality, and the printing design costs have been waived, meaning RPFB make 100% profit. Tina has made four designs for us this year. We'll have the full range available to view on our website soon. We'll also remind everyone a little closer to Christmas via our e-bulletin and across social media. Tina's cards have proved very popular in past years, and we only have a limited number available for sale. If you're interested in purchasing a pack or perhaps more, please visit the RP Fighting Blindness website shop at www.rpfightingblindness.org.uk. We'd like to extend a huge thank you to Tina for contributing her time and considerable talent to fundraising for us. Track 15 Feature Sir Alan Rudge raises money for the 2013 Gene Team Appeal. In June of this year, ex-chairman of RP Fighting Blindness, Sir Alan Rudge, sailed to raise money for RP Fighting Blindness's Gene Team Appeal. He lined up among 16,000 sailors 
to tackle the 50 nautical mile JP Morgan Asset Management Round the Island race course at the Isle of Wight with his crew on his boat Songline. Sir Alan has personal experience with RP as his daughter Penny was diagnosed with the condition as a teenager. The crew of Songline were joined on board for the race by RPFB member Molly Watts. 18-year-old Molly has Usher syndrome and is losing her sight and hearing to the condition. Sir Alan and the team came 27th out of 680 and we're delighted the race was such a success. Sir Alan said, Gene therapy has the proven potential to treat blindness. For this potential to be realised, however, the lab tests must be developed and made safe for clinical trials on people. It will not only be Penny and today's sufferers who can benefit from the tremendous work that is currently going into identifying the genes that cause RP and finding a cure for it. The scientific progress that is being made through the Gene Team appeal is extremely encouraging for them and for future generations. We would like to thank Sir Alan and his team for sailing for the Gene Team appeal, which raised us thousands of pounds for vital RP research. We also wish them luck for next year. Give a car scheme. Your old car can fund our research. If you have an old car that you no longer need, why not put it to good use? We will collect it from you and either sell it at auction or scrap it, then give the proceeds to RP Fighting Blindness. To find out more, call us on 0207 736 4242. Free collection, any car, countrywide. £1 million raised for charity. Give a car, making a difference, one car at a time www.giveacar.co.uk Give a Car is a non-profit social enterprise supported by over 1,000 UK charities. Give a Car Limited, a Riverbank House, a one Putney Bridge Approach, London SW63JD, registered as a company limited by guarantee in England and Wales, number 7128385. Track 16 RP Fighting Blindness funds medical research into retinitis pigmentosa and also offers a range of information and support services to patients and their families. P.O. Box 350, Buckingham, MK181GZ. Email info at rpfightingblindness.org.uk Telephone 01280 for the office and telephone 0845 123 2354 for the helpline. And this is the end of your Look Forward newsletter. <laughs>